Sai Sessions, a movement coming to life through podcast mixes and events is brought to you by Sai Jones. To keep up with all the great content and to get in touch with the Bay DJ, check out the website www.sijones.co.za. Please enjoy this episode. Recently, um, I recently discovered that I could possibly be an undiagnosed ADD, which would explain all of these things that I, <laughs> you know, it would explain a lot of them. I, I recently discovered. Wow. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Side Sessions podcast. My name is Sai Jones. Just to get the formalities out of the way, um, but I do not like formalities nonetheless. Um, so... We're in a new space. I don't know how I feel uh, because it, it's it's it's, uh, it's 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 screaming formal. It's screaming um, uh, uh, teacher principal type of vibe. It's screaming. I'm at school. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice space, though. It is, you think? Yeah. Yo, it's 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 loud. I don't know how the previous me. space looked like, but this is it nice. was tighter than oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm joined by Ed Soul today, DJ producer, and I'm also gonna add broadcaster, and, and also I am going to say that you are a sound engineer because I find that to hey. be so genius hey. of you, Heike. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to hide it. <laughs> Welcome to the Side Sessions podcast, my guy. Um, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I've been seeing a couple of shows. They've been looking good. And yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased to be here. I mean, how do you feel? How, what, like, you tell me what this energy is giving you besides nice space. What is the energy giving you? Um, creativeness. Oh, okay. Fairness. Um, um, yeah, a lot of energy, loudness, <laughs> <laughs> loudness, um, but yeah, like, an, uh, I think a place where you can, one can express themselves most definitely, so yeah, that's, that's the kind of, like, feel that I get. I love that, yeah. actually, because, um, as you know, like, we, I, like, I keep saying that this is our first time shooting here, mm. and I do need a bit of luck, because, like I said, previous space. Was tighter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is what I want to do, and mob just. I guess, I guess you're moving on up. Uh, moving the, on the, up. the money's coming in. Hey guys, <laughs> the money must come in. You must pledge for this show to continue to go online. <laughs> oh man. Um. So before um, um, I get to know you because I yeah. did say the whole point of uh, you pulling up today is just so we can get to know you more. Um. And as we were talking before we went on air, I realized a bunch of stuff about you. Yes. And my my first thing was, no, this is not where I want to start. I want to start with um, asking you some very irrelevant questions within a timed time. Oh, really? Is that that how we start? I want to start this episode like that. That's not how I usually start, but I want to start with that episode. Mob Justice... I need a timer. Yes, I need a timer. I need to ask this. I need to ask this guy some questions. 
um, um, some really irrelevant uh, personal questions uh, just so we can get to know his personal side a little bit better. Okay. I need 30 seconds. Are you on it? Yes. Let me know when we're ready. <laughs> because I haven't done this in a while because I realized that um, most of the time... Yes. When I sit with somebody, I know exactly what their personal life looks like. But you and oh, I, it's been like touch and go. Yeah. We've never talked. It's always yeah, about work. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, it's like, oh my goodness. I would just no, love to you. kind of, yeah, get okay. a holistic view and on, on how, on, on how um, your life is set up. Okay. I guess. Okay. So, Maba, we ready on the timer? Okay. In what? Three to in five four <laughs> oh man see now we're watching mob put something is that a lapel why do you have a lapel oh flip yeah okay never mind <laughs> so uh are we ready yes <laughs> okay i'm waiting for him mob tie you said 30 seconds yes 30 cool. seconds let's go okay so where were you born? Uh, born in Tanzania. <gasps> I knew it! Okay, no, sorry. No, no, no. You didn't know No, anything. I knew there was yeah. something um, foreign about you. For some reason, I thought you were Swati. But anyway, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's only because both my parents are South African, but I was born there because of exile, and, you know, back in the day. It's exile, yeah. Yeah, apartheid and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but I was born there, but then raised in... And brought up in South Africa. Which way? In Johannesburg? Yeah, so Time. I'm from my hood. Oh. <laughs> this always happens because the follow up questions just finished. Also, <laughs> is it 30 seconds per question? Yeah, no. I wanted to do 30 seconds for the whole thing and then I realized. Oh, gonna... ah, come on. <laughs> okay, fine. Let, let's try, the, gonna, let's try let's 30 just, seconds per question. Let's try, yeah. Let's try, let's rather try, yeah, let's try 30 seconds per question. Okay, cool. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, so I was just saying, my hood is Soweto. That's why I was brought up. Soweto, Midlands to be exact. Kasla, Mela, Zone 5. Okay. Um, I grew up in Zone 5. Um, yeah, just basically that. Okay. Uh, next question. How old are you? Ooh. I'm old enough. <laughs> okay, old enough to do what exactly? So my gauge is, are you old enough on, a, on a span of... Of, oh yeah, that's a, why, yeah. why do people over thirty <laughs> like to think that they like yeah. their age is such a secret? Nah, <laughs> nah, you can actually Google that, so you will find it. Exactly. Yeah. You see, yeah. uh, single or taken? Taken. Woo! No one has ever said that explicitly on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite genre in music Fine. outside of house music? Um, sure. I listen to different types of music. So neo soul, R and B, hip hop. I listen to a lot of hip hop. Um, and a bit of jazz as well. So it's kind of like a mixture of stuff mm. that I listen to besides house music. I'm going to hold my follow-up for next. Um, do you prefer performing sober or drink? Do you even drink? Yes, I actually do. So this is the thing. I actually, I once saw this on a live stream that I was doing. People were like, why is this guy always drinking water? So there's a point where I went for like a couple of years without drinking. Uh -huh. So people in the, I would say DJ fraternity or industry knew me as a person that doesn't drink. Uh -huh. But then I started like, you know, um, exploring with alcohol and drinking. Oh, so when I, was that? I'm sure, I don't know, in terms of like years, I'm trying to think, maybe like in 2010. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, was like back in 2010, there was a time when I didn't like drink alcohol at all. And then 2011, 12, that's when I started like exploring with, like I drink, but I'm not like a, 
a heavy drinker. Okay. Like I'm very light. So like two drinks, I'm, I'm you're I'm down up. for the count. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> but wait, do you prefer performing sober or inebriated? Sure. Um, in the middle, man. I gotta have a drink. In yeah, the middle. Yeah, I gotta, have, I gotta have at least one drink. So, um, I was having this chat about uh, about this situation, yeah. right? And because um, recently I started experimenting with alcohol. Uh, oh, so you don't drink? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but I started experimenting with alcohol. All right. So now um, I realized there was a point whereby I started to not feel like myself. I guess that's being tipsy. Yes. I guess. Yes, so yes. I kept asking myself, this is the one thing I kept saying, how do DJs <laughs> perform in this state? I did not understand it at all. So how do you, how, like, I'm like, how do people do it? Like, how yeah. do people do it? And then someone explained to me that, um, you know what, when you are more inebriated as opposed to sober. Completely, yeah. When, like, maybe completely sober. Yeah. When you're more inebriated, mm. you don't take yourself as seriously. So that when you make like a minor mistake, it's not like the end of the world. It's rather oh, so like, you become uh, a bit hard on yourself. You when not. you're so, yeah. Oh, so that's how they explained it to okay. me, that you become more relaxed, so that if you make a mistake, like, you just move on. It's, okay. It was a mistake. So that's how they explained it to me. Even though I still don't understand how the hell DJs perform when they are drunk. Yeah, well, I fit off the music in most cases. For me, that's that's where it starts. So the drinking thing is not like a, you know, it's not like a clutch where I have to have a drink. Yeah. So I can do like a two hour set or the whole set with like just pure water. Yes. Because um, that's where I'd say that the, the music is what you feel. Like in the energy comes from the music and that's what inspires you, keeps you going throughout the whole set. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be me consuming a drink but it does help you know to just have something to know. sip like yeah, sip while you play like yeah. sip nyana ah okay sip. i understand yeah. ladies and gentlemen at soul <laughs> woo yeah welcome <laughs> welcome to um, <laughs> so um we talked a little bit earlier on and i was just like asking you a bunch of questions and some of them i was like i really want you to share with us on air because we are conversing i usually say that you know those interviews where they just ask you like um sure. basic stuff about everything this is not one of those <laughs> yeah. this is something where we want to know your philosophies we just want to know um what influences you and so on and so forth yeah. and so with that said we were talking earlier on about um, me having to kind of do like some research on you yes yeah and then i was like have you tried googling yourself part of me wishes that we kind of got that first impression on air <laughs> because he googled himself for the first time today and yeah, he yeah. likes what he sees <laughs> yeah, look, I like it actually, like I said, it's, it's, it's changed over the years. Um, I've done it before, but it was, a, it was me doing it the f for the first time, having not done it in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of liked what I saw when I Googled myself. I was like, oh, okay, so you, st you get a sense of what I do, you mm. know, which is <clears throat> the music and what I put out there. Mm. You know, so everything else you kind of won't know. Um, unless you listen to like an interview or you read a blog or something that's been written about me, then you get a sense of a bit more than what you just see from, from a music point of view. So what do we uh, not see when we Google you? Because can, we, can, we can go Google you again. <laughs> so we're like, hey, this is what we see. So tell us what we do not see. <laughs> um, look, you'll, you'll find the music there. Um, 
don't you see i'm trying to think i'm now. trying because i'm gonna tell you now we have your about here which yeah. is great it just tells us all about you what you do as a soulful house music dj and also um what you spin i guess yeah. it says he believes music is a spiritual body and soul thing which is how he connects with his audience yes. that's what you know you see the music yes. which is the latest Colleagues. and you're wearing it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we see your track source discography mm -hmm. there's some videos i guess for kaya fm yeah. so what do we not see there um probably the background background scenes which is, meaning which is like my job yeah um, you're not a five as they like to call it in the industry <laughs> yeah, like that's what you don't see um yeah that's basically i think that's the one major thing that you don't see and we know. also don't see your taken here ah. <laughs> <laughs> you find it that's on my instagram you probably if you go and on instagram we'll see your taken <laughs> no you won't see that there either but yeah like it's it's something that i don't uh, I kind of don't choose to put out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like people must just know the music and, and that's it. And that's how you want yeah. them to. But in conversation, I'll talk about it. You uh, know? Yeah, I'll definitely talk about it. I won't be shy to like mention it or anything like uh, that. Because yeah. I asked you, what's your star sign? Yes. And you are Libra. Correct. Yes, I am. And um, I mentioned to you that I'm a Libras have this thing whereby they like to be in the spotlight, but are low-key about it. But if you're saying your Taken is not like all over your Instagram, that would make sense as a Libra guy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that would make sense. Like, don't get me wrong. Libras, like apparently the Libras are loyal, right? Uh, but they're not the kind of people who, who want all of their personal life out well, there for everyone to yeah. be seen and that makes a lot of sense um yeah. i guess with regards to how you want to be seen when someone googles you as well yeah yeah, yeah. i guess you, you you're right, you're right that. <laughs> <laughs> i guess you heard about that yeah. <laughs> right. let's talk about let's put the timeline oh look now this is this is me mob said don't fidget and here i am already fidgeting yeah. it's it's the undiagnosed add i did say that I think I'm an undiagnosed ADD. TikTok made me realize that. But um, let's paint the timeline yeah. of your career. Um, producing or DJing first? Uh, DJing first. DJing first. Yeah, so, uh, I don't want to get the years wrong, but yes, I've been... It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're I've not a stickler for years here. for the past, I'd say maybe like... 17 years now. Okay, so DJing uh, first. Yeah, DJing first. Production. Production happened late 2013. So okay. Been, yeah, plus how many years? Do you understand that 2013 like has nine. been nine years ago? It's nine years ago. That was a long time ago. It's, it's 2013, nine years ago? Yeah. Well, no. 2023 like, sort of like next the, year, 10 I'd say, years. I'd say the interest in it, um, the interest in it, but like physically doing it, maybe mm. the later 2015 then. Like making taking action. In That's it. still a long time ago. I just need <laughs> no, I need no, everybody no, to get perspective. Yeah. Like what year are we in? I need people to get perspective here. Yeah. Children so. born in two thousand are twenty two years old. Right now. Right now, this okay. year. Perspective. Twenty two years old right now. Twenty yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, so. ten World Cup was what twelve years yes, ago. Okay. So 2015, what, what major events happened in 2015? Okay, none, none comes to mind at the moment. Mm, yeah, but, I'm not, I, I but that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a long time ago. Yeah. We went through COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good two years. It felt like five. 
Like, it was a long time ago, but not to make you seem old or anything, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're not, yeah, by yeah. the way. You're not old. Yeah, I think I suppose, you know, I started quite young. Um, in the yeah, old, I guess in so. I started from high school, um, DJing. I, I went, I grew up from like the turntable era. I think I've seen like most generations from the turntable to CD to now USB. Some people now use laptops, you know, so... When I started, literally, I started on vinyl DJ, uh, bedroom DJ. Um, I was inspired by a show. Now that you actually take me back, mm-hmm. there was a, a music conference that happened in 2006 that I went to. Um, so UDG, which is Fresh, mm-hmm. Crystal. I knew because they were um, the only people hosting conferences around that time. Yeah. Skido, they had yeah. this group and they used to have music conferences. Yeah. So we used to like, you know, just go and enjoy and attend it. And I think that year, uh, Alex Alvarez and Frank Roger mm. were the international mm. DJs, if not Mr. V as well, was mm. part of that. And then when I saw that, I was like, yo, when I, when I saw how a DJ could literally like control people's emotions mm. with music and control a crowd and make them react in a certain way, I was like, you know, this is what I actually mm. want to do. So I fell in love with the craft with first. With the art, yeah. Yeah, with the art first and, you know, and then took it from there. So did the whole DJing thing. Uh, my interests were, you know, being a sound engineer or making music. Um, after high school, I'm trying to remember when I matriculated, which is like long that's time like... ago. <laughs> you know, when I did matriculate. <laughs> yes, that's better. The, when, yeah, I did when I did matriculate, matriculate um, I made the decision that I wanted to pursue it. You know, yeah. Obviously, my mom wasn't. Not to say she wasn't fond of it, but she didn't know much about it. Imagine how parents are now. Yeah, DJs. yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like all over the place. Yeah. Uh, people are more exposed to it than parents were back then. So literally back then, parents only knew a couple of professions, which was doctor, lawyer, you know, being... Teacher, nurse. Correct, yeah. yes, exactly. That's, that's, those are the only uh, professions that they knew. So you, if you want to go, if you wanted to go into the media space back then, parents really, really didn't like that idea. Um, so my mom was quite supportive. She was like, you know, no, take a not a break, but go ahead, try it. Yeah. <clears throat> but just make sure that it works out. Yeah. You know? um, and do understand that as a person, when you grow, you you have to live. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're growing your later years, you'd want to build a family one day. So just make sure that it pays off. Yeah. You know? So um, went and I went. To, I remember I went to the open day of Boston Media at the time. DJ Fresh was doing like whole bursary thing there um talking about the courses that they had yeah my interest in my mind was sound sound engineering um and then i kind of like won a bursary to do oh, one of the dope. media courses but only for like two years so mm. they were you know and it was literally my name was picked out of a, a huge box mm-hmm. um and i was part of the kids that had won one of the bursaries that he was giving out at the time mm. so i was like great because funds wise when yeah. i checked it was a lot of money you know to do it so it kind of gave gave me that stepping stone to say all right now you can do it but at the time it was media studies it wasn't sound engineering so as you went the course was getting smaller and smaller so it was a three-year course um and later then fast forward uh, majored in majored in radio uh took radio i did that that's where the sound engineer part was in there you know um as a course did that and then I went on to work as a lot of things, like you know when you're trying to make your way after college and stuff. I and do. 
<laughs> you know, so you do odd jobs here and there, whether it's working as a waiter or doing this. So one of my jobs was that while I was studying. And then eventually a big break came um, to, for me to get an internship at Metro back then. I did. So for, for in order for you to graduate, you had to do like an internship at either whatever establishment, but behind the scenes. Mm. So I was fortunate enough to get an internship at Metro then at the time. Um, I did that on the breakfast show. I did about two months of that, if I'm not mistaken. And then that ended, even the way it, it, it was happening, it was like they didn't kind of know of me because of the person that put me in there. Um, so at, my, at the end of my internship, literally the, 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 the program manager at the time was like, oh, I haven't been informed about you. So, but I've been seeing you. But I've been seeing day, you. But, mm. you know, I'm not sure. And then you're like, okay, you know what? I'm actually gonna just, you know, sign over your intention form and give it to you and stuff like that. So I was able to graduate. When that ended, I was like, what do I then do next? Mm. You know, so then an offer came from the industry that I was in at the time. Those odd jobs that I was doing, I bumped into Fat Joe, mm. um, you know, and he was like, can you come become an intern on my show? Mm. You know, there's an opportunity. Mm. Would you be interested? I've been hearing you speaking about the mm. fact that you're in radio, this and that. Can you come do the show? I was like, yeah, sure. And yeah, it's your know, fast forward a couple of years later. Since then, like it's been the journey. Mm. You know, so my sound engineering is, is is like mostly radio production. Mm. That then went into music production. Sure. You know what I mean? So I do a lot of like radio adverts, um, radio producing, promos, all those kind of things on radio. So kind of like led into or went into that direction mm. um, and then in those years you know the DJing so it's kind of like you're doing everything parallel you know so whether it's working DJing and the music thing started growing then in those years after that um, I formed a group uh, with a, a friend of mine his name is Fang we started a group called the Rhythm Sessions that went to be something that lived on on the station um, on Kaya we then did an album around that the rhythm session that's where the music thing came in you know we did an album in 2017 called music is love uh, ran that for a couple of years we did EPs we've got songs remixed by Louis we started you know working ourselves around the network of the industry so you know <clears throat> uh, being affiliated or being in the industry with people like Greg Maluka, Mosquito, mm -hmm. Vini, Christos, and then you start meeting certain people. So, you know, people like Louis Vega were mm. a friend or became that person, like that was very close to you at the time, worked with coffee at some point when you was at the station as well. So, all of that kind of led up to where I am. So, fast forward, we also, you know, 2020, we decided to take a break okay. from the group. Um, on the Mikkel break, you know, people thought it was like people. People like always think it. it yeah, I was actually yeah, gonna yeah. ask how 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 did this break come uh, come and come? Yeah, across? it was it was it is definitely COVID, man. Like I think COVID made a lot of people to kind of reflect and think back in terms of what they've been doing. Um, it kind of gave you a moment to reflect and say, okay, what what do we want to do next? Because I think we're so busy in our lives doing whatever. So during COVID, no, before, oh. <laughs> before COVID, yeah. So it's like the world was moving so quickly yeah. that we kind of needed everything to stop, and people started reflecting. You know, to say, okay, am I where I want to be? Uh, can I do more as a person? Uh, maybe there's something else that I'm interested in doing, and it was just that. And we had been doing that for like about 
10 years we ran it for 10 years um before that i was a dj on my own but the, the, the group thing ran for like a while so like you know what let's let's explore other things let's, let's explore other interests that we have um and then we'll see whether we come back into it or not you know and that's basically where we're at right now so after that then decided let's take the solo journey mm. um that's when i released my first single in 2020 mm. of december uh featuring the was mm. called the one that, yeah the, did the ep and 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 okay. sorry um how often have you been telling the story <laughs> Yo, that was actually the first time it's the first time that i told it like that like that yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm been through a lot, yeah. <laughs> the way you tell it, I swear, it's it makes your whole journey seem so yeah. smooth, man. No, and it's not. It Yo. sounds smooth. No, it's not. It's not smooth. I think um, a lot of luck, being at the right place at the right time, and also being a bit having a perseverance, I guess, because everyone has struggles. Man, within that, there's like a lot of struggles. Mm. You know, a lot of obstacles that one has to pass, whether whether it's not being able to get somewhere, mm. or not having enough money to do this. Mm. Um, you know, so there, yeah, it wasn't a hey, get there, and get this, and do this. And do. No, it I'm wasn't. A, hey, I'm already getting this, uh, this, um, this, um, no. this for this scholarship. Hey, no, internship. No, 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 oh, no, no, hey, no, ka, yeah. No, no. It wasn't a, a smooth journey at all. So. Everything like within that whole process, you know, which is about I say ten years now, yeah, or yeah, ten years of my life. So a lot of obstacles have, have come from it. Mm. And with those obstacles, um, do you have like a vivid memory of like the lowest and the highest um, that you can share? The lowest. The lowest one. Let me do it like that. For the lowest obstacle yeah. and like the peak, like highest of like where you are like something you can say i'm happy about and something you say yo this was an obstacle this was the lowest part of my career um highest part i think when you know we, the craft i think in music just in general when it makes you travel that mm. is like or puts you in different spaces um or when what you do puts you in different spaces that is an achievement you yeah know? so I think highest is when I attended the Miami Music Conference in 2012. Sure. Um, got to perform there. You know, it's when you kind of like feel how it is to be like around the greats, you know, and see how things are done in a different environment. Um, I'd say lowest is definitely when, just from a, a self point of view, when you kind of don't sometimes, sometimes when you doubt what you do mm. Um, mm. or don't believe preach in yourself when you doubt what you do yeah, yeah that's like a low that's that's a low for me low. that's a low you know because yeah. it can that thing can make you pull back from a lot of things. true because you know when you're a creative you're sharing a part of who you are with the people so mm. yeah and especially when you shoot at things or when you attempt things and they don't work out mm. um that can literally make you go i, I don't want to do this yeah. anymore so for me the lowest points were, you know, when you were a bit resistant in doing something because you kind of doubt what you're doing, is it the right thing, is it the wrong thing. Um, yeah, those are basically the moments that I can and, mention. And thank God somehow we maneuvered 
you maneuvered through those yeah. low parts and focused on the highs, yes. I guess, which has then made the point of perseverance that you kind of talked about as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about just this journey of yours and and just um, how it sounds like you received opportunity and someone opened a door for you right is that am i receiving it wrong before i continue yeah that you, i'm not saying i'm not saying you got it easy yeah. i'm just saying that um i find that how opportunity was kind of offered back in the day as in throughout the journey as you've pointed mm. it out is so different post 2015 in terms of how people operate in the industry now, and yeah, yeah right well, now 2015 to now I find that it's very different in terms of how they put people on, yes. give um, yes, give yes, opportunity. Yes, yes, yes. What do you think? Yeah, most definitely. I think it's it's a it's a very uh, say wild environment or very tricky one. Yeah. Um, to maneuver, um, you kind of say it's a dog eat dog world at the moment. You know. Um, I'd also say that you have to really push beyond and, and even when you are meeting those obstacles or, or when the doors are shutting, shutting on you um, you need to kind of like push beyond that true you know? so so yes it, it's it's kind of different people it's back different, then, yeah, people, yeah people back then did give a hey I can give you an opportunity I can open a door here I can do this for you I can do this you know um, as long as you're gonna put in the work yeah but I think as well the one thing that also didn't happen is you wouldn't get rewarded for it, but you'd get rewarded from the opportunity that you're given. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm going to open this door for you, but you must do the work. So this is what, you know, yeah. Where it, doesn't, where it doesn't come with any sort of reward. You know, at least you know, so you kind of like start from ground zero and you have to work your way up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a different time, man. It's a, it's a really a, a different time that we're living in. It, it puzzles me because I think um, it's, to me, maybe I'm looking at things wrong. It seems as though the people that were opportunity givers back in the day are still the same people today. Yes. And I find that to be very awkward. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> That, has, that hasn't changed that much. That hasn't changed much. I wonder what we're getting wrong. I, I really wonder. Yeah, maybe they be, that's because they they from that school, like of opening the doors. They've, you know, they've, so they've remained the same throughout. But of all, like they're not getting younger. Yes. That's very true. They're not gonna be there. Yes. For the time. So like, who's passing the baton, guys? Sorry, I'm here with the baton. Me, we are trying our best. I'm trying my best. <laughs> Because it's like there was a generation that was skipped um, of opportunity givers. Now we are all fighting. We are crying. We are crying <laughs> for opportunities. It's a, it's a wild time. It's a wild time to be in. So I, I think you've mentioned a lot of people that you managed to engage with throughout the years. Yes. Um, and um, I've found that, I mean, I'm not have found, but rather would you, would you say that those are the same people who influence you, your career and your music? Yes. Um... From an earlier age, from like you know the music that I kind of played, you know those people were on the records. They were on the records, or, yeah. On the CDs or the cassettes or the cassettes mm -hmm. that I used to buy back then. So most definitely, but the major influence obviously came from home, um, you know, which was the music that I was listening to when my mom, the music that my mom was playing in the house, like the the local jazzes. Yeah, well. 
Ooh. And like so back then, a lot of <laughs> back then we used to listen. You know, our parents listened to a lot of like international yeah. artists. Yeah. Um. So you, you know, you name your, your Anita Baker, yeah. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So it was like it had that soulful Soul, thing. Yeah. Um. So that's where the, the the inspiration came from. So when going into or growing into the industry, then you kind of meet these people mm. um, that you've been playing their music for years. Mm. Or you know, you, you kind of tend to want to gravitate to that um but yeah my influences did come from a lot of those things yeah yeah i mean listen in a in a in a, in a country that is so filled with changing sounds and mm. that's because throughout the years uh we've we've seen sounds come and go um how how difficult is it to stay in your lane as they call it i mean for you because like it sounds like you have been consistent in this yeah. sound and as i know it as well yeah, in, yeah. in your work you've just been consistent with the sound man it's it's trying to implement it a bit but not change who you are so in in the ep for instance that i did release um last year you know Afro house, Afro take is what's kind of like dominating at the moment. Obviously, piano is also obviously in the scene, piano, yeah, uh, which is the main main genre mm, right now. In the, country. the main commercial genre. Correct. So mm. being, you know, that person that loves kind of like soulfulness in music, Oof. the chords, mm. and you know, making it in a specific way, I try to just make it a bit up tempo, a bit more, um, slightly a bit more punchier. Um, then maybe like laid back or chill. Yeah. You know, so very I can play this on radio at any time. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. A bit more listenable yeah. as well. So yeah, like those are the kind of things that you you use, I feel, to to stay relevant in the scene. because um, yes, it's it's difficult to coexist, you know, amongst what's happening around us right now. But the one thing that you don't want to do is kind of like lose yourself in the True. whole thing and then you find yourself doing a genre that you you have no yeah, business well, you touching did because, you know, <laughs> you did because you're trying to make a buck you know what I, mean? to, yeah, I so. find that like it, I, I find that to be such a terrible feeling eventually mm. imagine that feeling whereby you do a genre that you have no business in doing and you're like why because i'm trying to make a buck that sound to me that sounds like it'll break my heart right yeah, to, does it sound to you too? No, it sounds, it sounds bad. It, yeah, sounds it sounds terrible. It sounds very, very terrible to do that. So for me, it's, it's genuinely, literally, the, the first point of reference is, do I like what I'm doing? What you're doing. Do I still love it? You know, does it make me... Music is, a, is feeling, right? so mm. do I feel... Mm. You know, how does it make me feel? Does it give me goosebumps? I does feel it, you. Yes. Like, yeah. You can't deny a good song. You cannot. You can't deny a good song. So I think whatever thing, or sorry, whatever genre that I... I've been in has has always gave me that feeling. So am I feeling those things yeah. when I'm creating the music? So if I do get that feeling from the music, then I'm like, actually, someone else out there will feel the same thing. Yeah, you know. So yeah, and you can't please everyone as well. That's true. You know? so, and yeah, and you know what I found, and a lot of people forget that like we somehow seem like we're fighting for like a piece of the pie, whereas there are people who don't see that this pie is big enough. So you don't have to go and fight for someone else's, else's peace. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Someone else's peace. <laughs> yes. <going>. Yeah. <laughs> for someone else's peace because yeah. this pie is huge. And I find that that's what we don't see in in this industry of ours. We should change that. We should somehow find a way to change that. But anyway. Yeah, the, the pie is definitely the big pie enough is for big everyone enough. to coexist. Mm. And, you know, and, and make 
you know make sort of a living with what you're yes, trying to do yes yes i mean i mean look um with the sound that you do because it's mostly let me say soul i'm gonna say yeah. it's mostly like i'm gonna say it's i'm gonna say it's african soulful music mm. rather or south african soulful yeah. music because there is a difference between i guess let me say how the americans and the europeans kind of do, kind of do yeah. soulful music um i mean I get exactly what you're saying yeah. with the Change the World EP yeah, with yeah. with this with the I get it. Yeah. I get it because when I listened to it um I was just like I remember actually on my way here let me go on my way here I I re-listened to it. Okay. And so I'm trying to think what's the second track? It's called You Raised Me I think. Yes. There's a I'm point where I find myself going woo. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what soulful house music does, and I'm just like, ooh, like ooh, and 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 me, if you know me, I go crazy over good music. Yes, and Yanni, yes. you you actually made good music there. Thank you. And what I wanted to know is, what did you when you did it and you put it out? How did you want people to receive it? What exactly would have been the first point of contact on some? This is what I want the people to feel through this to this project. Um, I think I wanted them to to feel what I felt, which was you know. It making me happy. It putting me in a joyful mood. Yeah. It lifting me up. Yeah. It lifting me up in a bad time. You know. It getting me through a difficult time mm. in my life. Because um, even even the first song is called about. Uh, it's called Never Let You Go, featuring mm. more mm. soul. So, you know, people that are in love, you know, um, would also relate to that song. How they wouldn't let a partner go. Mm. You know, or wanting to them, to have them around. So I think the the whole sense would be uplifting someone sure. you know, music that uplifts your your soul sure instance, you know whether it's in the beats in the chords that sure. used, in the rhythm um in the in the the the, <clears throat> the writing the pinning, yeah yeah in the penning um the arrangement but it was literally just to uplift you as a person do you yeah. find do you, by the way like your project made me realize that south africa has a lot of male good vocalists Yes. Is that your point of contact when you work? Like, I just, uh, how, let me rather ask, how, how do you go about finding a vocalist you want to work with? Um, sure, that's a very good question. It, it's, it's just based on people that I've listened to over the years, mm. whether it's another song or uh, someone that I've immediately interacted with. Mm. So with this one, Denise Winston was someone that I personally met in 2016. Um, he's an American vocalist that I heard on a Sean McCabe song. Um, and that song was remixed by Louis Vega. So when I got to meet him, I've always had the thing that I wanted to, you know, hear him out yeah. on a song that I've done. You know, so it's how I pick them is based on, and female too, I think we've got amazing No, we definitely do. Yeah, yeah, we do, definitely. So how, how mm. I feel them is just based on me probably hearing them on an original song mm. and wanting to hear how they'd sound mm. if I'd had to work with them on a song that I did. You know, um, yeah, so that's how the, the inspiration would come from that. Sure. Yeah. I actually really, I was just like, wow, never mind any of that. We've Thank got, you. like, never, yeah, as, as these vocalists that you chose, I was like, how how did he go about doing this? And by the way, another thing that popped up, because this is, this is what happens when you have to prepare for, um, for shooting. Yeah. You kind of need to kind of go back to everything and reestablish those first impressions that you had. The yes. first time you listen to it and be like, oh, Flip Gonja, I thought this. Yes. Who makes and mastered? Who? A couple of people. So a I work with, people. yeah, I work with a group of it's, people, man. I just need to pick them up, uh, 
person I work with very closely is Tepo, Tepo Disejo, um, that's his name. He's also a vocalist as well. Yeah. He wrote a lot of the songs um, and co-wrote some of the songs on the project. I see. Um, and then we have Solfrika, guys that I knew in the block and the scene, very, very good producer. And then we've got Gin Tonic, we also had most of the chords were played by Mosol. So the mixing super, who's the engineer of the whole thing. The engineer of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he mixed, um, mixed most of the songs. Hey, it's powerfully yeah, yeah. mixed. But then I there's swear. a bit of, yeah. uh, I'd say Spanish mastering that was involved. It's so, powerful. So I, I had to, not Spanish, yeah, from, from London. There we go, yes. Bro. Yeah, I had, to, I had to take the album to a friend that had recommended. Yeah. Someone had recommended, yo, this guy is actually quite good, so I had to try him out. Sure. So most of the songs on the album were mixed by those two guys. Sure. Super and my guy from London there. Yeah, it's a powerful work that was done there because... It sounds tight, right? Yo, <laughs> the kicks are kicking. And you're just like, that's not something you're used to on Soul For Me is where the kicks are kicking. Yeah. Well, I guess that's me, I guess. I'm just like, <laughs> these kicks are kicking. I'm like, whoa. I swear it's powerful. And by, I drive like, I drive a polo and the sound system in my polo, I wouldn't say it's the greatest. Like, I, sure. I don't like it at all. But for some reason, when I was driving here, as I listened, I was like, hey, 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 this is hitting different in this car. <laughs> so I was like, surely yeah. the work, the work done here, you could just hear it. And I could hear it through my polo. Yeah, sonically, that's what we're going for, man. Like, yo, yo, you, yo. you had to feel the music, <gasps> you know? um, And what I also like doing is testing it out. So sometimes I test it out in like gigs and stuff. Mm. And they will give me an idea of how the music really sounds. So what I'm trying to say, I test it out without even mastering it. Sure. So just by probably turning it up on the game, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. party to see, you know, what kind of frequency range am I looking at or going at? To. So, mm. yeah, so that that helps a lot, you know, testing out music before it comes out, getting a sense of what people are feeling as well from it. Mm. You know, do you drop? Do you drop? Increase some of the low frequencies a bit more, which I also like. Yeah, you know, yeah, in the yeah. Song, they actually makes it sound fuller and warmer. I love like you know? lower frequencies when they're emphasized because yes. I'm more of the drums person, yes. me personally, yes, you yes, yes, yes. the drums. I guess that's why I'm an Afro girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we pay, we pay the close attention to that. Yeah, to that. that's why it sounds the way it sounds. Yeah. No, they, they kicking. I won't even lie to you. It's one of the things that kind of stood out for me. So it's just like, oh! <laughs> thank you thank you have you ever um found yourself in a point where um you delayed a drop of a project just because of whatever reason hey yeah no i i, I think I'm, I'm going through it right now <laughs> um yeah sometimes it takes a bit of time yeah. to get to something um yeah. and, and i sometimes beat my head about it because you, you might miss the time, you know, sometimes you might have a song um, and you're thinking actually this is the right time to drop yeah. it, but something within the production of the song is like taking a while for you to to drop the song. So yeah, I, with my first single, I think that that's what happened with the one featuring Mbele. Um, we finished it around September, it only dropped in December. You know, when I'm saying finished it, obviously we were still yeah, going through yeah. certain things with the song. Yeah, but uh, it, it has happened to me. With the EP, it was quite quicker mm. um, in terms of making decisive decisions. I think I, I also knew exactly what I wanted 
from from certain songs as well so that's why that release wasn't didn't feel like i was delayed mm. you know a certain drop um but yeah i'm, I'm currently feeling the same but right now <laughs> i'm definitely feeling that way about a thing current thing that i'm working on you know uh, i want it to be it was perfect but also making it you know overworking on a song can also spoil it sometimes that's exactly what i was you thinking can, you can Ooh. you can literally mess up the simplicity mm. and especially when you there's one thing that i don't like also doing now is i don't like playing a song for people so you hear it in my sets and live gigs but i, I don't like playing it for people so let's i'm sorry in, what do you mean because so like let's say we're in a studio setup oh that's what you mean right yeah so i won't so for instance you probably know that i'm working on something yeah but i won't play it for you until i am happy with yeah it. because your decision can actually influence what i kind of like what do you like is in the, my opinion yeah so what you say about like, let's say i played for you yeah now. finish it before you play yeah. yeah, right so let's say i played for you now you might be like yeah but this is fine <laughs> and then i'm like thinking is it fine <gasps> but i wanted to do that on it yeah you know oh, i want this i wanted to, to take you here you know, or I want that solo part to be there, or I want these chords to say this or that. So what I now do is I, I at least want it to sound complete. Because some, some some of the songs that I actually play, literally I'd have like three minutes of a beat and a chorus or just an idea on that still play for someone. And the person will be like, yeah, but the song is fine. You and know? you're just like... No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, So I've kind of refrained from doing that. You know, I want by the time you hear it, I want at least let's be two minutes away from yeah. finishing it. You know, before yeah. I actually look within myself and yeah. go, "Am I this person?" And you're now starting to think, "Yeah, but where's that thing that you played for me three months ago?" Because mm. some, sometimes time can fly. Mm-hmm. Like, but that song, man, where is it? Mm. I'm like, it's there. You're like, why is it taking so long? <laughs> I'm like, I'm still working on it, bro. <laughs> I'm still working on that song, you know. So yeah, certain things, man, can can delay. Or oh, I've been through that, like those instances where, you know, I've I've delayed a, a release of a certain mm. song because I'm trying to achieve a certain. Yeah. Thing. Um. Sometimes you might miss it. Like I said, you might get there to a point where you personally like it, but the next person, because they've heard those two other versions, they're thinking, but you had it at the second yeah. version of the song on the first version of the song. But as long as I'm happy with it. That's the most yeah, important then thing. Yeah, then it's fine. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually, that that's the most important thing. Yeah. And um, are you now confirming that they, we should expect something soon? Yes, there's definitely music that I'll be dropping. What month are we in? What like month are we in, actually? May, March. we're not in no, May. No, in March. <laughs> no, in March. <laughs> I'm to think. Probably around beginning of May, uh, I'll probably drop a single. I... I'm contemplating working. I hate talking about these things because sometimes you talk and then only something And then December. December. And that's okay. You know I mean? <laughs> so I'm thinking about an album. Mm. Um, I feel right now some, something in me is just telling me that albums kind of don't work nowadays because of the, the speed at, at what we move nowadays. You know, like literally you can put out 12 songs and people only catch on one. You know, and, and all those... 10 songs in the project that you put on um, kind of go to waste in a way. So I feel like, yeah, sometimes, man, I, th- I think if you've got a, you know, a big label behind you, maybe like the way you go through the songs or the way you release them can help or assist you in getting through the body of work um, that you put together. But 
right now. Do people do you listen to an album from like I do, I genuinely do. I only listen to albums actually. Really? <laughs> yes, I only listen to albums. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But I understand what you're saying. At the rate at which music is being consumed, one needs to think about how they drop their, their album. So some people usually say that I'm gonna drop an album when I feel like there's the demand for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yes, and, and for, for, for for you to get the reward from it. A lot albums a lot of work. Like it is, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it, it requires that and even with the marketing of the mm. album it requires a lot of work I'm not saying I'm against it but you know I'm working on songs mm. and we might just have an album <laughs> like, I love it we might just yeah, we might just have I'm an working album. on songs yeah, we might, we just, might have just have an, an album. album I need to quote that at the, yeah but at the back of my head I'm like ah man album <laughs> No, I'd rather give you one song. I'd rather know. Or think it's I'd rather give you those twelve songs one by one, so you can get to experience them fully. That's a that's not a bad idea. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's so not a bad you, idea. You get to indulge Gatley because, you know, like I'm like I said, I'm, I'm trying to go back and 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 go back to the albums that I've listened to over the past couple of months, um, and I don't listen to the songs like this. There's always like that one song, two songs that I like and I run with. So I'm just like, rather maybe drop them as singles, and when there's a demand for it, then maybe an album. Or maybe drop that album, but in a mix. Because people, let's be honest, they still like the idea of hearing mixes. Yeah. I'm just thinking, because there's, there's something about telling people that it's an album, or telling people that it's an EP, yeah. that kind of shifts or kind of... Um, governs their mindset yes, if yes, you're yes. like hey here's a mix <laughs> yeah, works, hey here's a mix out, and it you make it, yeah you make it for sale put you like on your yeah. website or something like that as an album yeah. or whatever the case i don't know as an album i don't know but that's a good idea of doing is like one uh, dropping the album in singles also yeah. that's a good idea there's so many ways to do this actually Most definitely yeah. yeah but there is music coming that's one thing for sure that's one thing that's yeah, confirmed yeah, yeah. that there is music, definitely yeah, music, music coming, coming. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot he just said <laughs> <laughs> he just said there's music there might be <laughs> there might definitely the be an album but yeah. there's definitely music on the way that's funny oh my goodness so um i want to wrap things up and i usually say i want to wrap them up in a cute bow um so what is it that you would like to perhaps tell your your supporters and perhaps someone who's going to be supporting you post watching the size sessions here what what is it that you would like to 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 impact on them first of all and secondly um for someone who is working on the same sound like a young yeah, young yeah, kid yeah. who's working on the same sound what would you impart on them as well yeah i think i mentioned a couple of the things in, in us talking i think perseverance stay hungry Yo, stay one, hungry. Yeah. Um, don't get ahead ahead of yourself. Sometimes um, the lights they can they can blind you. Eh? These lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very yeah, bright, yeah, guys. Can, yeah, maintain the relationships mm. that you have. Um, I'd say, and also make sure that whatever you do, we've talked about it off air. Make sure it's formal. Um, hey, check, formalize yeah, everything. Yeah, check check what you get yourself into. Mm. Um, and then people that just support me, man, thank you. I want to thank everyone that's been supporting me throughout the years of my music um, and that continues to support me. Thank you for your patience. 
Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, thank you for your patience throughout your support and just stay tuned, man, and keep supporting me. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, but the, the ones that are young and coming up, just stay stay in it. Uh, it, it might seem like it's tough in the mm. beginning, but stay at it and, and keep trying to do it um, and until it pays off. There's definitely a market for whatever you're trying to do. 100%. Yeah, whether it's piano, whether it's house, whether it's hip-hop, there's definitely a market. It's just how you package it and put it out to people. I believe you know? that too. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Those are, those are well put, well put words. Actually, you know, there's something that I wanted to side note, and then I forgot it. <laughs> what was that? I forgot it. I swear, there's something I wanted to side note, and then I completely and utterly forgot. It's not even coming on right now. Anyway, and for anyone who wants to follow you, what are your socials, please? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at EdSolSA. It's at E-D-S-O-U-L-S-A on all platforms. The yeah. same handle, yes. Yeah, and we'll just pin it down below for anybody who didn't catch that. Thank you. And that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> did you have fun? I did. I did. I was actually feeling a bit nervous before this, but yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Thank you so much okay. for having me. I, I appreciate am it. so happy that we finally did this. It made me realize damn there's actually more to you than i thought yeah, yeah and i love getting to know people and i'm pretty sure everybody's also going to have a good time watching the episode because i find that um, most of the time it's very important for you to know the people that make your music sure yeah definitely yeah getting closer to the yeah to the person exactly behind it. Yeah. and that's the point of this because you find that in commercial um radio stations you can't exactly get to know the people that um that make your music you just get to know them on a shallow level sure because uh, there's, <laughs> there's time. There's time. You gotta cut it in you five gotta, minutes. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Soul. Thank you so much. <laughs> Otherwise, for now, if this is the side sessions. Uh, keep it locked every time. We drop an episode every month, and we're still doing the pod party. Uh, the, the next one is on the second, which will probably be two days before we drop. But two days after we drop Can the I say something episode. Before we leave? Yeah, please. The EP is still out. You know, like I said. Please people, say all of that. Put it, move, plug it like a. <laughs> move, they move. Like, you know, music moves very quick. Yeah. Very quickly. So I released an EP in October. It's still out. People can check it out. It's got five amazing songs. I uh, worked with Newtown Soul, uh, Denise Winston, vocalist, and those on there. Soul Freaker, more so. One of the best. I feel one of the you know greatest key keyboard guys in, in the country we've also got production from gin tonic as well so it's an, an amazing an amazing project people should please check it out on all digital streaming platforms Thank yeah you so i mean it, i mean throughout the episode we've been talking about change the world ep yes. but you've wanted to formally do it out. okay yes. cool protocol okay can i say bye now yes you can okay <laughs> side session signing out <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Sai Jones, produced by Sinesipo Magangana together with Mudiwa Mob Justice Gavaza. To keep up with all the great content from the Sai Sessions and the Bay DJ, be sure to follow us on social media. That's at Sai Jones ZA across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to see all the action and visuals of each episode, videos of the Sai Sessions podcast are available on the Sai Jones YouTube channel. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and comment. Sai Sessions is produced for Sai Jones by LOTV Productions, a division of Lion Media. We look forward to having you on the next episode.